0: Go no, now. i walk Personal chauffeur, going on It's once. okay <laughs> Seriously, Dad, walking would have been fine Breaking news, Spider-Man saves the day again Spider-Man, this guy swings in once a day, zip-zaps off, Nancy I know, dad, Accountability, speed up, speed up, you know, know, these no miles, man, you get arrested? Gosh, don't cops run red lights? Well, yeah, some do But, uh, not your dad In your universe, there's only one Spider-Man But there's another universe Looks that sounds like yours, but it's not. My name's Miles Morales. Hey kid. You like me? Wow. I knew my day would come around this time. I know it's complicated. Just handing so if You wanna know what happened to you. I can teach you to be Spider-Man. I love this burger. It's so delicious. Mm. One of the best burgers I've ever had. You have money, right? I'm not very liquid right now. I think you're gonna be a bad teacher. How am I supposed to save the whole world? When you can't think about saving the world. You have to think about saving one person. One thing I know for sure. Don't do it like me. Do it like you. Brooklyn. Oh, snap! A oh, snap! Save. Hands up! Whatever you choose to do, it, then you'll be great. I love you, Miles. Yeah, I know, Dad. <laughs> you gotta to say love you. I love you, back. Dad, are you serious? I, I wanna, wanna hear, hear it. it. You wanna hear me I say it? I love you, Dad. You're it. dropping me off out of school? I love you, Dad. Look at this place. Dad, I love <sighs> you. Dad, I love you. That's, That's a, a copy. copy. Time to swing, just like I taught you. When did you teach me that? I didn't. It's a little joke. team building. Hey guys. Okay, who are you? I'm Gwen Stacy. Come on. How many more spider people are there. us the comic Comic-Con. What's coming? Let's go! Whoa. What's going on everybody, it's your boy Val Cisco back at it again with another episode of At The Movies, always brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. Today's episode, we're going to go deep into the Spider-Verse with Spider-Man Into The Spider-Verse, a movie that I've been waiting for since last year. Why? Why? Why do you ask? It's because we get, finally, the film debut well, not so much, the animated film debut, well, not so much, <laughs> of Miles Morales. And yes, this character has been in the animated series that's on, I believe, Disney XD, and we've seen him in different variations of video games and whatnot, but we get a full-fledged Miles Morales in this movie. And you know what? It's about damn time. No offense, I love Peter Parker. I love Spider-Man. I love traditional Spider-Man, but... Them times are changing, and you know what? When the times change, you kind of got to go with it, man. You got to just embrace it, you know. And I love the fact that everybody looking at this with a 99% fresh rate on Rotten Tomatoes has embraced this film, whether it's Miles or whether it's the other Spider men and women in this universe, I feel this movie really generated some buzz when we first saw that trailer of Miles just jumping down that building with the hoodie on, the black suit. It just felt so right and so good and fresh. I mean, everybody was hyped. That caught so much buzz. So... Waiting for this movie, wanting this movie to succeed, and seeing how much it did succeed in the box office, I can't wait to talk about it. So, kind of, let's, let's dive in right here. Um, and people who don't know the Miles Morales universe, I will say this, um, you know, he was a character that was brought up in the Ultimate Universe when Marvel Comics was trying to do something different, um, trying to stay out of continuity, so they made it an alternate Universe. And, um, you know, they kind of had fun with different variations of characters. The X-Men, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, Peter Parker himself, kind of brought him into his high school roots to have more fun, fabulous stories. And that universe grew. And you grew with that Peter Parker as well, too. To the point where in that comic book universe, spoiler alert for an event that happened already almost a decade so far, that... That hero, that Spider-Man, that Peter Parker dies heroically. Hell, it made the news. Spider-Man's dead. And out of that funeral, out of that quote-unquote death, um, brings life. And brought this character who no one knew that they needed, but man, it was just out of nowhere, a big hit. And it hit you so hard. It hit a demographic so hard. You know, you get a character, you know, half Latino, half black, coming out of Brooklyn. um, It just felt so organic at first. I don't care what you say. I don't care what people say out there. Oh, it's forces Not my Spider-Man. Get out of here. You know, it was a different variation of Spider-Man, yes. But Miles really did earn... His stripes, if you want to say that. Miles did earn the moniker of Spider-Man in those comic book series. He went through issues. Issues with the Prowler being his uncle. Issues with fighting Spider-Man's past foes. um, Heart to hearts with Mary Jane. Heart to hearts with um, Aunt May in those comic books that will make you tear if you really love this character or love the character of Spider-Man. And to see him cross over into the 616 universe, that's our universe, uh, for anybody who doesn't read comics, and to see him actually meet his hero, Peter Parker, in our universe, and be embraced by the Marvel universe as well, too... It's just fantastic to see Miles grow as a comic book character, and a fan base that he's generated. A fan base that has united people, whether you're your creed or color, you love this character for how different and how special he is. He's totally different than Peter Parker. He's not your average, you know, guy that bumbles around. You know, he's just a guy who you know deals with a lot of things that me and you deal with you know, different power set as well too similar, but different you know, um, just so many unique qualities to this character you know, whether it be you know, his heritage, his fate and his friendships around him um, his um, his ability to learn on the go as well too it's just uh, it's, it makes such a great character that he can go from point A to point B um, and this movie definitely shows that strength as well too You know, um, spoilers, we're going to be talking about a lot of spoilers in this movie, so if you haven't seen the movie yet, please turn this podcast off, come back to it, and um, yeah, we'll talk about it from there. I want you guys to listen to what I have to say about this movie, because I have a passion for this movie. This movie really got me going. Um, I was hyped going into it, and I was hyped getting out of it. Whatever is out there, download it. It's freaking phenomenal. You guys won't regret it. Take care. Ciao. His uncle, his uncle is very chill. His father doesn't approve of him hanging out with his uncle, but his uncle respects Miles Art. Miles is an artist, he does, you know, drawings, and he does graffiti as well, too, and his uncle, you know, kind of boasts that around, like, yo, we're gonna tag this up, we're gonna tag that up, but we all know that his uncle kind of looks a little shady, and if you know the comic books, you know why as well, too. From right there, we get to see... The, the origin story of, you know, a radioactive spider who has uh, a number on its back as well too, which is not really revealed in this movie. Hopefully, if we do get a sequel, we'll see exactly what happened with this spider. But it definitely bites Miles, and of course, he had kind of goes to his own origin right there of, you know, dealing with the um, spider bite. It's very nonchalant at first, but which is... Kind of funny, it made the whole audience laugh how bullshit it was a little bit. But um, his body does start changing, and they make a kind of a couple of puberty jokes, which is pretty fun. Um, but let's fast forward. We get awesome fights with Miles witnessing uh, Spider-Man to get on the Green Goblin. And if you didn't know this was the Ultimate Universe, now you do know this is the Ultimate Universe. Because of the fact that Green Goblin looks totally different than what you are used to. If you read the Ultimate Universe, you know that Green Goblin is totally different. It's uh, an actual fucking goblin, like an ogre almost, where Norman Osborn takes a serum and becomes almost like a super soldier version of a goblin. This fucking version, this guy comedically is about 30 feet tall with fucking wings and still, the Green Goblin had on chucking pumpkins at Spider Man, which is hilarious. I appreciate it. It's campy as fuck, but I appreciate it. Um, just the fight that they're having is pretty dope. At In this fight too, you get to see that uh, it's more of a trap to lure Spider-Man in uh, where Kingpin is actually setting up the um, the ultimate nullifier, trying to cross dimensions uh, for his own personal reasons as well too. When he does this, uh, we get to see Spider-Man peek into what Kingpin's trying to do And um, ultimately, this actually gets a wormhole for, I guess, different Spider-Men or women to get into Miles' universe. Um, With that being said, there's a battle with Spider-Man and Kingpin. Spoiler alert right here, we get the death of Spider-Man, which fucking shocked everybody in that audience. I know it because I fucking read the books. I know it because I love the character, but... Was the deaf satisfying? Kind of. It was kind of emotional as well, too. You know, he's given Miles all this advice. He's like, oh, you know, I sense that you're like me. And this Peter Parker really wants to help. He's like, you know, when I'm done with this, you know, I'm gonna teach you. You know, I want to be your teacher. I want I want, I don't want you to deal with this alone like I did. You know, I wanna be like a father figure to him in a way. He didn't say that, but you felt that almost like almost like an Uncle Ben-esque vibe. And He tells him to go, and he tells him, you know, you need to, you know, you know, take care of the ultimate nullifier for me. Just put this chip in, and, you know, it'll blow up. Let me deal with Kingpin. And you see Kingpin, you know, savagely beat up Peter to the point where he takes off his mask. And this is the biggest hint for everybody that uh, if you didn't know before, now you did. And maybe if you didn't, you suspected something different. He takes off the mask, and Peter... Has blonde hair, I swear to god, people. If you love the comic books like I do, you thought this was Ben Riley. This is the closest we're gonna get to Ben Riley in any kind of Spider Man movie, right now, at least. Um, looks just like the Ben Riley character with the blonde hair, the Peter Parker clone. And I guess in this universe, Peter Parker, blonde hair, you know, strappy man, good guy. Freaking Kingpin crushes him. And it goes all throughout the news. Spider-Man dead at the hands of Kingpin. Um, dead. Um, and that, um... Now that everybody knows who Peter Parker is, every all his family is just coming out the woodworks. That Mary Jane um, says, you know, I knew all along that he was Spider Man, and he was a good man. He cared about everybody, and how everybody's just in sorrow that this hero is dead. This protector, this loved hero, is dead. This universe, Spider Man, is so loved. It's not like he's a crazy vigilante. Well, in some aspects he is, because Jefferson, Miles' father, hates him for being a vigilante. But he's very loved. And his death, is just shocks the world at that moment. And of course, it makes it even crazier, because Miles himself, um, you know, he has this newfound power, just like Peter, almost like Peter. And, you know, he was expecting Peter, his hero, his, his 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 long-time hero. He's such a fan of Spider-Man. He was going to teach him how to become the Spider-Man that he should be. And he couldn't. And he just left there. Kind of like a father or a, a father figure leaving, you know, a, a child in that state of puberty trying to figure themselves out. You felt that. You definitely get those vibes. And it's crazy. Um we well, fast forward right there. That was just one of the biggest parts I wanted to let you guys know that I felt that was just, oof, it was right in the heart right there. Um, we won't go beat by beat in this movie right here. We'll kind of fast forward some things that I didn't like about it. Uh, what I loved. Um when we get to see the characters like uh Gwen Stacy in in uh Spider-Woman or Spider-Gwen outfit that's fantastic. You know, she's such a badass, is so separate from the other characters. Uh, she does separate separate herself from the pack and she makes herself known and as a credible uh ally and character in this movie. She has an arc as well too. Um that makes sense. When the characters first show up as well too, um, it they, they seem kind of janky the other ones, but Gwen really does feel like a character that we could see again, and it just it will be heartwarming to see her again, especially with Miles and Peter. Um, when we see Peter Parker Prime, I want to say, um, that's hilarious as well too. Uh, anybody who saw the Venom. After credits from the Venom movie, know that they saw this part with Peter and Miles um, with each other, and Peter gets knocked out by accident, and things start happening. But it's what, after that fact, is fun just seeing Peter, I guess, Spider Man from the 616 universe, the one that we know, a shell of the person that we love. And you know what? This makes more sense because Peter essentially. And I'm gonna uh, ruffle some feathers right here. Peter is a screw-up. Peter Parker is a fucking screw-up. I'm sorry, guys. It's true. He bumbles things around. He doesn't always save the person he needs to save. You know, he always kind of messes up. He's someone that kind of falls into solutions rather than fixes them. And you see this Spider-Man who's been Spider-Man for 10 years, fought villains, kind of beat villains, um... Has rescued the city, um, but you definitely see that he's going through a downward spiral. He's out of shape. This is Peter Parker with, like, a belly, a belly like mine, people. Just popping out, and, um, uh, you see him very out of shape. You see that, you know, he's very hated amongst the community. His marriage fell apart with Mary Jane because of the fact that he didn't want kids because he couldn't trust himself, um, um, being a father, let alone being a mentor to anybody. This guy, even in the comic books, we see this too. Peter's a horrible teacher. He doesn't even know what the hell to do himself half the time, let alone teach to anybody. So you see this guy who's just down on his luck, a superhero that, yes, he loves being Spider-Man, but because that's all he has, because he doesn't know what Peter Parker is anymore. You see him and in his introduction to the character with Miles. Um, it's fascinating because... He wants to help him, but he's very reluctant and hates the fact that there's another person like him as well, too. So, very interesting. Um, We get a heartwarming uh, session where we see Gwen, uh, Peter Prime, and Miles uh, visit the Parker residence. And they see Aunt May, and Aunt May looks at Peter. And it's crazy because of the fact that you see Aunt May just happy to see her her essentially you know yes it's her nephew but her son because she raised him for so long one more time like she got to say goodbye finally to peter um without you know i i guess for 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 the first time and for the last time she got to say goodbye to him properly and it was just a very emotional scene right there could it could have went a little deeper into it but it was a very heartwarming uh scene um then we get the rest of the crew and i really don't care about them I I will be honest, that's one of the downsides about this movie I don't like, and there's not a lot of parts I don't like, but I just felt like they weren't essential to the plot whatsoever, you know, you get the anime version of (laughs) of Spider-Man, you get Spider-Man Noir, and you get uh, Spider-Ham as well too, which, yeah, Spider-Ham, okay, you know, Spider-Ham... I dealt with. He was pretty funny. He had some comedic timing. And was pretty fun for the whole um, movie, in my opinion. Just very animated and fun and lively. Kind of like a Looney Tunes character. So, that there was fun. He's played by um, um, John Maloney. Um, very funny character. Uh, Spider-Man Noir. Just, I don't know. He was not essential. He made a couple of one-liners. And he's played by Nicolas Cage, which I thought was hilarious, too. But... I just, he wasn't essential to me whatsoever, he did not add to the plot, he did not take away from the plot, he was just non-existent in my opinion, and, um, Penny Parker, uh, who's like the futuristic Spider-Man, uh, or Spider-Woman, she is Spider-Girl, uh, Kiyomi Glenn, uh, did I say that wrong? Kimiko Glenn, uh, who plays that character, um, I don't know, she was fun too, but really wasn't essential to the plot as well too. It's just like these characters were there just to be there. It would have been just fine if you had uh, Gwen, uh, Parker Prime, Miles, and maybe Spider-Ham, and you would have been, had a, a compelling story without other side characters there. Um, let's talk about um the, the, the voice acting real quick. Um, uh, Jake Johnson plays uh, Peter Parker Prime. Uh, Haley Steinfeld plays Gwen Stacy. Uh, Um, am am I going to botch his name? I hope I don't botch his name. Shamik Moore plays Miles Morales. He's just fantastic. Um, Lee Tolman plays Aunt May. Um, Brian uh, Henry plays, um, Jefferson Davis. Uh, I'm going to probably botch his name, and he's such a great actor, too. Uh, Marisha Ali plays Uncle Aaron. A.K.A. The Prowler. His arc is just fantastic as well too. And other characters as well. Just such a, a, a great cast of voice acting in this movie. It just made um, every character stand out. And have um, a, a bit of uniqueness and originality. Um, not a lot of movies do that. Not a lot of animated movies do that. You see a lot of animated movies and people look like carbon copies. Not this movie. Everybody had their own personality. Um, let's talk about the the relationship between Miles and, um, and, um, Uncle Aaron. You know, just like I said before, you know, wrong side of tracks, Uncle Aaron, but loves his nephew so much and, you know, sees all the potential of him. You get to see him, spoiler alert, as the Prowler, just like the comic books, and him and his arc with Miles... Is very emotional as well too. Makes Miles the, the Spider-Man that he becomes. Because of his uncle. Kind of like all the tragedies that happen with um, both Peter Parker's. With Gwen as well too. Everybody essentially. It's like fate. Everybody essentially has to go through something tragic. To become Spider-Man. To make them Spider-Man in a way. So I found that very um, fun and interesting as well too. The animation. This is the first time I've seen this. Um, this, uh, I guess, real animation. This, this technology where it looks like three um, D animation almost look crisp. I've seen it in um, other movies such as like uh, the Godzilla movies on Netflix. Um, I know some a- aspects of the Voltron series try to use this animation as well too. But this is the first time where this animation this looks fantastic and it plays with the with the movie as well too there's parts where there's like comic book bubbles and um exclamation points and woofs and hooshes like things like that that make this a very campy but fun movie as well too things that you couldn't do in a regular movie you can do in this movie you have um, monologues with miles saying oh my god i'm swinging why am i talking to myself why is there like a bubble above me talking to myself like is this like a comic book bubble what the hell is going on it's very self-aware which is pretty fun as well So um, I feel like I'm rambling here. Um, I do love this movie. I think it has heart. I think it has soul. It has a lot of parts that don't make sense whatsoever. It really doesn't. There's a lot of plot holes that are happening as well, too. Um, But I think the main core of this movie is brilliant. Uh, The characters... The characterization with each, with, with, with each main character is fun. Even the main villain with Kingpin, you understand his motives and what he wants to do and why he's dealing with all these issues, why he's using the Ultimate Nullifier, what he wants... You know, you get a Vanessa, Vanessa reference, which is fantastic. And mini-Kingpin, which is fantastic as well, too. You get characters like Tombstone, Scorpion, Green Goblin in this movie as well. Prowler, you know, there's an abundant amount of villains here that are fantastic. Um, you know, uh, the, the, the characters with, with um, Peter just realizing that he can be a teacher, uh, Peter Prime. He can be a teacher, he can teach Miles, even though he's not the best teacher in the world, he does give him the confidence he needs to to take that leap of faith and become um, the original, um, well not original, but become the unique Spider-Man that he is. Um, when Miles finally turns into Spider-Man and accepts his role, fantastic you feel it you feel every moment in his body uh the confidence just um coming out of him and it's just a fantastic coming to an age scene there it's more very much a coming to an age story i can't talk highly anymore highly enough about this movie i think this movie is fantastic fun for all agents for for kids who who are new uh, into comic books, or just new into the series, or or, or just want to see what Spider-Man's about, they're going to love it. If you get people who love comic books, they're going to love this movie. If you get people who are just in that mid-crowd area, they're going to love it. It, it. it. It's a movie that, in my opinion, I can see why people say this is the best Spider-Man movie they've seen. Because it gives you fan service. It gives you what you want. It gives you connection, love, empathy, and it gives you It gives you just emotion that a lot of the last movies, including the most recent one, were lacking. You know, Homecoming was a good movie, but it was far from great. And the emotional core, I did not feel in that movie whatsoever. Uh, And of course, the Andrew Garfield movies, I just didn't feel that emotional connection too. You know, I haven't felt this emotion since Spider-Man 2. Um, there's even a Spider-Man 3 reference with Peter Parker doing the dance as well. It's a little, little jazz dance. It's hilarious. It gives you so much fan service in good ways. Uh, it's so nostalgic as well too. Um, I give this my rating. People don't know how I rate things. It's very simple. Uh, I 86 if I hate it. I give it a mid-card if it's okay, and I big-top it if I love it. This gives, like, ten big-tops straight up. Like, five out of five, ten out of ten, I don't know what I can say. It's a, it's a great movie. Yes, it has its flaws. I'm going to say that it has many flaws, but it can be forgiven because, number one, it's an animated movie. So the laws of actual storytelling are quite different from a live-action movie to this. You know, very much uh, makes fun of itself It's self-aware So you can get away with those plot holes Um, But every little thing From Aunt May To Peter To Peter dying To Miles almost dying To Miles' uh, relationship with his father His uncle, his mother To Gwen's relationship with with Miles And how she feels for him Um, Miles accepting himself Um, as a creative, unique character. Um, the power set of Miles. Um, so many different things here. The villains. Um, the music itself. The music is just fantastic in this movie. I cannot... It blends so well with the character. That final scene where you see Miles... Well, not really the final scene, but that first scene... You see Miles in the actual outfit that he created... With just a pair of Nikes on and a hoodie, just chilling out, dropping down to Empire State Building, fantastic. You you just fall in love with this character right there. Um, that's it. I love it, guys. I, hopefully you guys watch this movie. There are end credit scenes. I won't spoil those right there. There's two of them. One. Um, this also has. I'll spoil this right here. It has one of Stanley's last appearances in a movie, I believe. And even though it's voice acted, it it almost made me cry because it was so powerful. It just, it it felt so good. This movie, in my opinion, Spider-Man 2. uh, Tobey Maguire is always going to be there. Raimi film is always going to be number one for me. I don't know why. It's just that movie screams so much hope. This movie right here is definitely number two. Um, It's better than any other Spider-Man movie I've seen. uh, Besides Spider-Man 2, it gives you chills and goosebumps. Uh, It makes you laugh. It can make you cry. Gives you what you want as a Spider-Man movie. Hopefully, you guys watch it. I know there's so much out there right now: Mary Poppins, um, Fantastic Beasts, Aquaman dropping, um, so many movies, Creed 2 out there. Just so much to really talk about. But this movie right here can really stand up by itself and say, you know what? I triumphed. I triumphed, and I and I and we made these characters. Um, we gave them justice the comic books and from the TV series we gave justice to these characters. We gave justice to Miles Morales. He's not a forgotten character. Um, not to say that he'll ever be in the MCU. I'm not too sure, but this character is fantastic and it, it gives people hope that you can do something different with a character not because he's, you know, black or Hispanic, but because their heritage, their 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 core makes that character even better. You know, people get pissed off and they're like, oh, I hate when we go to different universes in the DC universe or else worlds where Superman's black and really doesn't do anything. Oh, number one, fuck off because it's just different storytelling. That's number one. And number two, I love the fact that Miles is not a carbon copy of Peter. He's not. And everybody has to get... Down with that already. I hear so much bullshit about that. Oh, Miles should never been the 616 Universe. We have here. Fuck off already. He's a totally different version of Spider-Man. He has his own power sets. He has his own villains now. He has his own... Well, own groove. Like, it's just a, a totally different character. Yes, of course. Would you rather him have a different name, maybe? But I accept him as my Spider-Man. And this is the next Spider-Man for the next 20 years. I'm down. Give me miles all day or er, a day. Anyway, guys, that's really about it. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this and stuck around with me ranting around what I loved, what I didn't like, what I absolutely um, got crazy over. It's just, it's a fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. You guys need to go out there, get your ass to the seats, and have fun. I was with a great crowd. We were just cracking up the whole entire time, just laughing. Um, and looking at little moments and just smiling because his character really gave you just, it, it gave you warmth. A lot of warmth. A lot of warmth feelings coming out of this theater. Um, if you guys want to talk about this movie a little bit more, Sideshow Conversations is on Facebook at Sideshow Conversations. Also on Instagram at Sideshow Conversations. You can find me on Twitter at Val Sisko, Uncanny underscore V. And of course on Twitter as well, sorry, on Instagram as well too at Val Sisko. Uh, Sideshow Conversations On Anchor Apple Podcasts Spotify And all the other Podcast uh, Places Out there Podbeam All that good stuff Out there Please Rate Review Subscribe Do what you gotta do To get this out there As well too Let me know how How I'm doing Um, Just give your review If I sound like a schmuck Go for it I'll hear it out Leave that comment there Leave that review there um, and share, because I absolutely love to hear any kind of constructive criticism. That makes me a better podcaster. Um, maybe I can't ramble as much as <laughs> I, I I should be, or shouldn't be rambling as much as I should be, excuse me. But um, I don't know. Rambling's fun. I don't know. That's just me. Anyway guys, I'm out of here, it's getting late as usual, but I recommend this movie for everybody to go out there and watch, I know it's a busy Christmas weekend, if, I don't, uh, if you guys don't hear from me the next couple of times, a Merry Christmas to you all, if you guys don't celebrate the Christmas, the, the Kwanzaa, the Hanukkahs, the Three Kings Days, enjoy it, um, but get your ass to the theater and just try to watch this movie, it's fantastic, it's worth the time, about an hour and 53 minutes, worth the time. Do it. Do it now. Get your mind out of the gutter, but keep your eye on the side.